0: It's the state of Victorian
1: Greyhound racing and the stories behind the sport. This is RSN 927's Off the Leash.
2: Hello, and welcome to another edition of Off the Leash. Trent mason out with you on this Wednesday morning, the 19th of September. Joining me from GRV, Molly Haynes and Andrew Copley. Team, welcome.
0: What a week it has been in the world of Greyhound racing.
1: Oh, it sure has, it's been huge.
0: Good morning, Trent. Yeah, just terrific getting over the speed star. Another magnificent addition on Sunday.
2: Yeah, I was out there on Sunday at CNN, and well done to the team and everyone involved, including uh, you guys at GRV. It was sensational. Really enjoyed my time there. And uh, the big guns, the class really shone through, didn't it? The uh, most of the favourites won, and we had um, uh, we had uh, over all the distances. But it was Poke the Bear who really came out on top in the main event. Gee, he was good.
1: Oh, he sure was! Look, it was three. Um, poke the bear made it three speed star five hundred and fifteen meter events for trainer Shona Thompson, following bewildering consecutive speed star wins um, in previous years. Now, poke the bear. He was on the outside, led Australian Cup winner Hector Bale, who jumped on the inside in their match race. Handler Jason Thompson actually said he was shattered to look at the five fifteen to the first split second mark. Um, because he just believes, and it's so true. Early speed is crucial yep. when it comes to Speed Star, and he was really surprised that he got home as well as he did. He stopped the clock in a best of the night time of twenty nine one two two, taking home the twenty thousand dollar first prize. Now the Group Three Bill Collins Speed Star, which was run in May, Dinah Patty won that, and she actually defeated Poke the Bear in a time of twenty nine four one one. Now on Sunday Dinah Patty recorded the second fastest speed star time when she defeated Orson Allen. There were three events run over the five hundred and fifteen meter distance. There was a main speed star which was worth twenty thousand. There was a sky racing speed star and TAB Speed Star. But one dog who really impressed me was Blue Striker—he won the Sky Racing Speed Star in the third fastest time overall, um, but he's just twenty-two months old. Yeah, and he
2: was he was outstanding.
1: Yeah, it was huge. I'm really excited to see what this guy can bring to the table. Now, Hasten Slowly—he won the TAB Speed Star. He ran the sixth fastest time, recording at twenty-nine thirty-two. But Andrew, how about some of the money put on the matches to the TAB on Sunday?
0: Yes, punters certainly enjoy the head-to-head betting, which took place during the speed star with one-on-one racing. It's just a great concept and something that certainly attracts the wider sports punters. One punter had $10,000 on Bernardo to beat Winburn Cutie. He paid a $1.35, so a nice collect there. Another guy had... Well, could have been a girl. I take that back. $10,000 on Rip and Sam to run the fastest overall time for the 715 metres, which he did. That paid $1.33. How about this for a multi? $7,000 someone invested. Got odds of $1.56 for West on to Augie beat, to beat Emerald Rainbow and also Big Flood to defeat Big uh, King Colt. So um, some wise punting there. And lucky last, another punter. Invested six and a half thousand dollars at a dollar eighteen for Big Flood to beat King Colt.
2: As I mentioned off air, I took an eight leg multi, and of course I got seven. Equilibrium uh, <laughs> let me down, so I'm off him. Sorry, Ian Garland, if you're listening, but. I'm off uh, until further notice, anyway. If only we were
1: allowed a bit, Molly. (laughs) I know, I know. But I suppose the highlight of your night on Sunday would have to be your fanboy photo with Tornado Tears.
2: Absolutely. I don't think uh, the superstar Greyhound enjoyed it as much as I did. He looked a little bit nervous, but um, no, it was a great thrill. I really enjoyed uh, patting the dot. I love the animals, as you know, and great to pat um, Tornado Tears and Rip and Sam and Poke the Bear was there as well. Um, in the post-race uh, presentation ceremony, so no, it was really enjoyable. Uh, speaking of Tornado Tears, he was the fastest performer over the 595 as expected and uh, Rip and Sam went the quickest over the 715. Gee, he, he was outstanding. We expected him to win, but I don't know if we expected him to go so quick. Just on the track before I throw to you, Andrew, it was really cold out there on Sunday night, but it was very still and the track was absolutely on fire.
0: Yeah, it, was, it would have been quick conditions too. I mean, the humidity drops as it gets later in the night and um, Tornado Tears simply brilliant. He ran 33.67, which is about half a length off the long-standing track record held by Diner Double One. So, magnificent performance there in beating Benali in his head-to-head match. Another one over the 5.95 metres to impress was Ella Enchanted. She had a great match with Neo Cleo, so two-star female middle middle distance Greyhounds and um Ella and Chance won that head to head battle and only ran a length off tornado tears. So um she looks really promising for the Brook Ennis Kennel going forward. You mentioned Rip and Sam Trent, yeah another one from the Robert Britton camp. He won his head to head match by ten lengths after w a over WA star moment to jive, and he clocked a time of forty one twenty five which is just over a length off Miata's track record over the 715 metres.
1: Now, just quickly, um, the sire of all three events, uh, yeah. Speedstar events, was Fernando Phenomenal. I, b- I believe that's the second time in a Speedstar event he's done that, so it just shows his he's domination. He's a freak, isn't he? He's oh, just he
2: absolutely is. set the world on fire. Uh, in his fledgling career at Start. All right, let's move on. Um, the Ready to Race, Victorian Greyhound Racing's Ready to Race sales will be taking place once again at Bendigo or in Bendigo in November. And, Andrew, I believe nominations will open on the
0: 1st of October. Yeah, important message for greyhound breeders and owners of Young Pups as well with the nominations to open for the 2018 R2R sales on October 1 through to October 12. So a little window of about a week and a half for for breeders to get their dogs nominated. It's now in its seventh year, the Ready to Race concept, and it's so unique because it actually gives buyers a chance to watch Greyhounds trial not once but twice, first time in a four-dog field, second time in a six-dog field, then they go to auction. So unique opportunity there for breeders to sell their pups and get some good money with buyers who are ready to spend up big. But for the first time, this is an important message here, the series will actually be open to greyhounds not bred in Victoria. So it's always been a Victorian bred event, not anymore. If you bred interstate or even in New Zealand, you can uh, put your dogs up for nomination. I think it's $50 to enter. To find out more, go to grv.org.au and click on the Greyhound Monthly Magazine.
2: You're a very inclusive bunch at uh, GRV, just uh, sharing the love there. Let's talk about the Great Chase. I love this event. The Tab Great Chase Community Series is happening at Greyhound Racetracks all around Victoria during September and October and, Andrew, this is a wonderful initiative now in its 16th year, can you believe?
0: Yeah, terrific. Trent, Time has absolutely fun. I remember the first when it was Brumby Lad back in 2003, so that's going back a long way. He was an absolute superstar, that Greyhound. But, yeah, the Tap Great Chase is Victoria's, Victorian Greyhound Racing's number one community event. No doubt about that. It's where Greyhound Racing partners with Victoria's disability sector with organisations that care for the disabled invited along to their local racetracks to enjoy complimentary meals, free merchandise, And basically a great day out. So the groups come along, they get randomly allocated greyhounds to follow for the day, and those with the most Mm. successful dogs get to share in $2,000 cash, which can be spent on sporting equipment, computers, uh, Christmas parties, whatever they like. Over half a million dollars has been distributed to over a 100 groups throughout Victoria's disability sector in those 16 years. And in 2018, we've had seven of Victoria's Clubs host community days so far. Got another six to go, and it's all going to culminate in the Tab Great Chase Grand Final, which is a huge event. That's at the Meadows on October 24. And incidentally, unlike in some of the previous years, the, uh, the racing component of the Tab Great Chase runs independently of the community series, And that will kick off on October five. So to all the greyhound trainers listening with greyhounds, I think it's for dogs with one to five wins. To find out more, check out all the conditions. Just go to grv.org.au.
2: Another event that's fast approaching, Molly, is the uh, Victorian Greyhound Awards. Tell us more.
1: Yes, Thursday, October 18, it recognises the outstanding contribution made by greyhounds and people in our great sport. Tickets are $149. You get a three course meal plus drinks. And I am told tickets are selling fast, so make sure you head to grv.org.au for your tickets. But this has to be one of my favourite events, obviously, apart from the racing. It's a fantastic chance to get dressed up and Uh, you know, spend a night, spend an afternoon and a night at Crown, but last year we saw um, the great Fantabale uh, crowned Victorian Greyhound of the Year. We were also visited by the great El Gran Senor when he was inducted into Greyhound Racing's Hall of Fame, along with breeder Barry Smith and the late Jan Wilson. So Thursday, October 18, make sure you get your tickets.
2: And $149, it's a three-course meal plus drinks, and Andrew promises also you'll get to see him cut some moves on the dance floor, <laughs> so uh, make sure you get along.
1: It's RSN 927's Off The Leash
2: okay guys group racing heads to Adelaide on Thursday night for the group three South Australian Oaks and Derby and Victoria has a strong hand in both events over the 515 meters let's go through the box draw and odds for both the uh the Derby final and the Oaks let's start with the Oaks and uh, box one often imitated from victoria a dollar 50. 2 Oakvale Magic, also from Victoria, $15. 3 Ash Star, Victoria, 4 dollars 4 Shimmer Breeze, SA, $18. 5 Reiko Riquetta, SA, $51. 6 Alicante Boucher, the local there, another local at $51. 7 Agent 13 from SA at 21 And 8 My American Girl. Uh, I like this uh, dog here. Out in box eight from Victoria at $5. We're going to chat to Ashley Terry shortly. The reserves are uh, Weblack Nick and Data Queen at $51. Molly, your thoughts?
1: Yeah, look, often imitated. She was the fastest heat winner last week. She went 29.59 for young trader. Trainer Brad Greeno, she jumped from box number eight in that heat. Look, I think box one is really going to suit her. She was ultra impressive in her heat, and I really think she's going to be hard to beat.
2: Okay, and we move on to the derby final from box one, Smart Knocker from SA two seventy. Equal favourite with number two, Nervous and Weird, another one for Ashley Terry from Victoria here. Equal favourite, $2.70 each of two, the one and two. Three, Victor Ashley from SA fifty one. Four Grey Ghost, Victoria, four dollars eighty. Number five, Springbridge, another local at $8. Number six, Aston Cometto from Victoria, nine fifty. Seven, Victor Caleb, SA fifty one. Eight Fabrico from Victoria at twelve. The reserves are Crackerjack Jack, skip from Victoria eight dollars and Shimando from sa at fifty one Molly.
1: Now I have to declare a bit of a conflict of interest, smart knocker, I have to give a special mention to trainer Tracy Price. he bred this dog with my dad and popper. Um, who's doing what is the mother? Um, she's out of she's a sister to star recall, so Australian superstar I think. She won at the meadows. Um, so I'm really well, I think we're all really excited about this dog, so I, I hope he hope he does well. But look, I think it's it's gonna be hard. There's a couple of really nice Victorians in Nervous and Weird. Um, Grey Ghost is another good one, and of course Aston Cometo. Um, I think he's he's up against
2: it. I love Nervous and Weird, I reckon it's one of the best named Greyhounds in the business. <laughs> Let's go have a chat now to Nervous and Weird's trainer, Ashley Terry.
0: It's RSN 927's off the leash
2: racing, Fabrico began fair, Nervous and Weird got busy early and carves out a good sectional to run to the lead Fabrico's back fifth as they go to the back, Nervous and Weird by two early, Shimando does the pursuing three lengths to Springbridge running on four lengths to Fabrico with work to do back on the rail, axle, foot loose from power to win, last see me turbo off the back, Nervous and Weird led by three, trying hard with Springbridge and Shimando. Nervous and Weird's clear, rattling home Fabrico but Nervous and Weird wins, Spring Bridge held second, Fabrico third. Uh, What a win by Nervous and Weird, and what a name for a greyhound. One of the best in the business, I reckon. And joining us this morning on Off the Leash is Nervous and Weird's trainer, Ashley Terry. Ashley, good morning. Thanks for your time.
1: Good morning. Thank you for having me. Now, Ashley, it's Molly here. First of all, it's a fantastic effort to have two greyhounds engaged in group racing, but two from the same litter that you bred is an absolutely fantastic achievement.
3: Yeah, it's It's something that we're, you know, I think everyone um, aims to achieve in their training and breeding, um, especially when we only took the shoe, so it's something that we're very
1: proud of. Yeah, no, you should be. Now, speaking of breeding, just quickly, I believe you actually whelped down a litter this week. Who are they and how many did you have?
3: Uh, Yeah, so we um, whelped down a litter for uh, friends of ours. We had a bitch called Maya Mahi, -Mahi, who was our first Group 1 winner, um, our only Group 1 winner, but... And they're our Grand Seniors and there's 10 of them. So pretty
1: exciting. It's all happening. Oh, that sure is. Now, Nervous and Weird and My American Girl are out of the Barsha Bale Father of Mine Litter. Now, Father of M- have, of Mine has been a great producer for you and almost put you on the map as a breeder. Now, I know it's really hard to compare, but can you run through some of your favourite progeny of Father of Mine and maybe what they've done in their careers? Yes, absolutely.
3: Uh- well, I'd probably start with American Monster, because he was probably the best that we've had so far. Um, he runs second just beaten to Aston Balliore in the Shepherd and Cup. He made the Ballarat Cup. He was the reserve for the Tarraghan Cup. He runs third in a Group 1 at Tasmania. Um, so he was probably the first of... She's always thrown fast dogs, but to get that next level and actually make a group race, that was probably the most special fast. Um Burn like fire. She runs third in the Hillsville Cup. Uh, with like, she's she's just been a, a pretty um, all around kind of producer. So all of them are probably special, but just in different ways.
1: Yeah, absolutely. A new breadfather of mine as well, obviously with Andrew. Um, but let's talk South Australian Derby first of all. Nervous and weird is born. Dr- uh, drawn box two on in Thursday's Derby. How do you think he's going to go in his second start over the five hundred?
3: Um, I, I hope he goes well. He He's drawn pretty well. There's a fair bit of speed underneath him. Um, but I think he should be a lot better for that run. He's never been over 500 before. Mm. I think he's had a couple of box-to-box and post-to-post type trials. and never been the full 500. So he's pulled up really, really well. So hopefully he'll improve a little bit on that run.
0: G'day, Ashley. Andrew Copley here. Um, Congratulations on getting a runner in each final That's just a a huge effort by you as as a breeder and trainer We'll start with Nervous and Weird I just wanted to ask He's had 15 starts now for 10 wins But certainly featured in a number of feature finals I think this might be his fourth He made the Warrigal St. Ledger And he won the Bendigo Vic Bread Modem Final With 10,000 to the winner So um, he's certainly uh, done a lot in his short career so far Can you see him being a regular at Group 1 level in the future?
3: Uh, I guess that's a that's a very hard question to answer. I, I would hope he's going to be very competitive in, in top class. He's always... He broke in the quickest and he's done everything right from day one. He's We've probably had a little bit of a, a run at the minute where he's been missing the start on and off and we've been just trying to work him out a little bit. And But I think now that we've stepped him up over the 500, I think we'll probably see the best of him. Um, whereas early days, I, I wasn't sure how strong he was going to be, but now I'm, I'm pretty confident that the 500-metre style racing is going to really suit him, so
0: hopefully. It's looking very promising. Now, My American Girl, she's made the Oaks final, ran 29.74, two and a half lengths off the fastest winner. Um, her first section was pretty quick, 4.38. Um, do you feel that she's going to be a chance to lead in this final?
1: Um,
3: yeah, when when I trialed her, she actually went quicker. She ran 4.32. Um, she didn't begin as good as she can on Thursday. and The five kind of began well and brought her into the race again she's got a a big turn of foot anyway so i think she can improve on that first section it's going to be very very hard to beat a dog like often imitated off the red though um but i can just hope that if she begins and gets across and if she just runs a race if she can get into the race that's all i can really hope for with her
0: well all the best with her and look just on this Thursday night. You've got to travel all the way to Adelaide. Uh, I believe it'll be your third trip in as many weeks after trialling the first week. that you had the heats last week and now you're back up for the finals. Huge effort. Just touching on travelling interstate. You mentioned American Monster ran third in a group one in Hobart. Um, have you done much travelling and um, do you? what are some of the tricks of the trade and what's involved in that whole process? Um, you have done a bit of uh,
3: travelling. Not too much. Um, I'm still... Very much learning, and the other two trips we actually flew over, so it's probably treated a little bit different. We stayed over, and it was just a little bit different. Um, this time, like I, we've I drove up and drove home. Um, so just just make sure that they're they're well hydrated before you leave, and just you know plenty of stops, plenty of walking, and I think that's all you can really do. And it, it, It helps if you've got a good traveller. These dogs have been travelling really well since our pups would taken them to long trips to Warrnambool and things like that. So they're pretty used to the car, so it makes it a little bit easier.
2: Well, Ashley, it's been great having you on the show this morning. Uh, Good luck on Thursday night and go Vicks.
3: Thank you very much. It's RSN 927's Off the Leash.
2: Time now for the watchdog form service. Andrew, any winners?
0: Yeah, big day on Friday, Trent. At Hillsville, the watchdog selected 5 out of 12 winners, and listen to this for a top selection. Jan Ray Flash paying $8.40 if you don't mind. While at Bendigo that night, 8 out of 12 winners. So sensational effort by the watchdog there. For your free form guides for all Victorian greyhound race meetings, simply Google the watchdog
2: and Litter of the Week time, Molly. Which litter have you identified this week?
1: I've got a Barsha Bale. She's got Grace Litter. Now, She's Got Grace had 74 starts for 15 wins and 21 minor placing. She was trained by the the great Robert Britton and she was a middle distance star. She ran second in the McKenna Memorial. at No, she didn't run second, I mean. She finished last, unfortunately, to Shimmer Song in the Group 2 McKenna Memorial at Sandown Park, which is run over the 595 metre distance. But her litter to Barsha Bale she had 5 Um, They're four females and one male. They're born in August 2018 and they're bred by Scott Grace. Now Scott tells me two pups have already been sold and there's only going to be one left for sale and he's selling them for about the $5,000 mark. Now Scott went to David Brash. Up, he's from Pedigree by Designs who specializes in matching size, with their broodies now, David matched up or suggested Barsha Bale for she's got grace. Um, but there's a every you know every second person I talk to in regards to um, who they're going to for their litters, they get David's opinion on it. I think he charges around a hundred. Yeah, it's about that. dollars, maybe one hundred and ten. Yeah, great value. Gee, that's um, money well spent, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. and so he um, matches up the sires with the females, and um, he's had some some great success from what I've told. Um, so yeah, it seems to be a bit of a bit of a trend going to David and getting his opinion, which is great.
2: Okay, good stuff. All right, Gap Dog of the Week. Who you got for us, Molly?
1: No, I've got one that I personally know. Her name is Rose, but Gap have her up as Nancy because I believe they have another Rose in the kennels. She's seven years old. She's a white and black girl, and she raced under. the... The name Sam's Sayonara. Now, she raced in Victoria and Western Australia, where I was lucky enough to handle her at Cannington. She had 46 starts for 11 wins and 18 minor placings. She's a mother of two litters. Which means she's matured like a fine wine, according to the Gap girls. <laughs> now she'd love to be in a home where she's the centre of attention, and being a premier fantasy female, I can vouch for that. She um, loves a bit of attention, but she has the most beautiful nature. And they also, a Gap also think that she may be suitable um, to go into a home with children, but they do need to be gentle. She is on the smaller side of life, um, but also if you're int- well, if you're interested in adopting Rose or Nancy or any other of our GAP greyhounds, just head to gap.grv.org.au. But before I finish, we have the Royal Melbourne Show GAP Stand. So that will be um, there for all days of the show. So come along and meet some of these beautiful greyhounds. There'll be GAP volunteers there with their dogs, and it's a great opportunity for new people to uh, to meet the breed.
2: Guys, that concludes a very busy show. Thanks for coming in. Thanks, Absolutely. Trent. Thank we'll be you. Ba- we'll, we'll be back this same time next week.
1: Want to hear Off the Leash again? It'll be up on iTunes, on Facebook
0: and on the podcast page at rsn.net.au.